Hey there, Uplifting Podcast community. I know that these are uncertain times with everything that's going on with the coronavirus. I myself have felt the fear and anxiety of not knowing how much longer this pandemic will last or what the lasting implications will mean. In a time when the world is in crisis, how do we navigate our emotions, thoughts, and behaviors so that we can create a reality we desire instead of spreading more fear? With the uncertainty that's going on with COVID-19, so many people are feeling fear and anxiety, which is leaving them paralyzed to take action. That's why Lucy Lynch and I have decided to host a virtual retreat How to Be a Heart-Led Leader in a Time of Crisis, on Sunday, April 5th. In this three-hour virtual retreat, Lucy and I will create a safe space for you to express your emotions while providing you with tools to transform your fear into creative solutions. By the end of this virtual retreat, you will learn, one, how to be rooted and deeply connected with your soul's purpose, two, how to remain open and lead from a place of love instead of fear, and three, how to use your unique gifts in a time of crisis to support and bring people together. You will leave with a greater sense of peace and connection with your inner knowing and divine guidance. Plus, the best part is you can join us from the comfort of your own home. Pants are optional. So what's included? A guided meditation, interactive workshop, transformative sound healing, a PDF guide with practical steps to boost your immunity for your mind, body, and soul, deep connection with others around the globe, and a recording of the retreat. This virtual retreat is donation-based. We want to make it accessible to anyone who's feeling called to stepping forth as a heart-led leader. We are asking for a minimum donation of $49. But if for some reason you cannot donate $49, donate what you can. If you are able to donate more, this will go towards sponsoring someone else who has been hit hard by the current crisis. To save your spot, go to the link in the show notes, and I hope to see you there. Aloha, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, my guest is Sharon Hayden, who is a marketing strategist who helps women save time and money on their content creation. Sharon holds a master's degree in integrated marketing communications, and prior to working in Silicon Valley tech, she led public affairs for the Federal Bureau of Investigation in San Francisco. A writer first by passion and profession, Sharon is an advocate for women's economic empowerment and strongly believes putting more women in positions of power and entrepreneurship is essential to global economic growth. She's committed to shedding light on the untapped economic potential of female entrepreneurs and believes marketing is a key component to close the gap between low-revenue companies and million-dollar businesses led by women. In today's episode, we talk about how to save time and money with your content creation. Sharon shares practical tips for creating a month's worth of content in just a single day. We talk about which social media platforms you should be focusing on and why. We also discuss what type of content you should be putting out right now with everything going on with the coronavirus. This is such a value-packed episode with tangible action steps for improving your content so that you can make an even bigger impact. 
If you know someone who could benefit from listening to this conversation, send them the link to this episode or share about it on your social media. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Sharon. Welcome to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee, and I'm a business mindset coach, public speaker, world record holder, power lifter, and self-love advocate. I believe that there is so much power in owning and sharing our story, which is why on this podcast, I interview other powerful women about the challenges that they have overcome to be where they are today. My goal for this podcast is to create a safe space for all women to share their real, raw, and mostly unedited stories that will leave you empowered to live more authentically, openly, and freely. If you're looking to up-level your happiness, success, and fulfillment, then you've come to the right place. Look at this podcast as your weekly dose of personal development and mindset work to help you shift into your most uplifted self. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, my guest is Sharon Hayden, who is a marketing strategist and the founder of Content Planning Company and creator of Digital Content Academy, where she helps women in business save time and money on content creation through viral coaching and online courses. Welcome, Sharon. Hi, Randy. Thanks so much for having me. It's my pleasure. I'm so excited to talk with you. So I like to start the conversation with you sharing a story from your past that got you into the work that you're doing today as a marketing strategist. Yeah, sure. It's actually a very colorful story. In general, writing and telling people stories has always been a passion of mine. And I don't think I really understood that marketing was a path that you could take. You know, you thought about journalism and, you know, I originally thought I was going to be a TV reporter, but it wasn't until I took a job as a managing editor for like a small town magazine. I'm from a tiny town in Green- in Greenville, South Carolina. I was going to say, I knew you had a little accent. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't until I took kind of that that job as a managing editor and it was when social media was just getting ready to be you know, big for businesses. And the publisher actually nicknamed me Miss Social Savvy. And, you know, I think the rest is history from there. I really just started to embrace that feeling of, you know, not only is it storytelling and the writing piece of it, but it's, you know, creating communities online and, you know, really putting yourself in front of global audiences. So I really kind of fell into the work with the initial intent thinking I was going to be like a broadcast news reporter. Wow, that's amazing. So what made you make that leap into starting your own business? Absolutely. So um, I think I've always been an entrepreneur, Randy. Like you could ask my family. I am number six of seven. I'm the youngest girl. (laughs) And you could ask my family about how like in kindergarten, I was like selling my candy, my my leftover Halloween candy to the other kindergartners or going oh door God. to door, <laughs> going I door to it. door, creating like a community newsletter. So entrepreneur has always been like through 
and through my being. And, um, you know, I think for the last 10 years, I've kind of hopped in and out of working full time for large companies or the government in between working, you know, in my own business and, and kind of helping other small businesses with marketing. That's amazing. So what specifically do you, I know you said that you help your clients with saving time and money on their content creation. Like, tell me a little bit more about that, like how you do that and what that makes possible for them. Oh my God. I could go on and on about it, Randy. And I think, you know, a key piece is it draws back to that storytelling. A lot of the work that I do is helping women understand what their brilliance is so they can show up consistently online. It's very much, what are your gifts? What are the things you're passionate about? What are the things that you want to share into the world? And kind of starting at the basis of what is your why as an entrepreneur? And then what are the appropriate digital platforms for you to tell those stories? So, you know, that's anything from me creating weekly live videos to share digital marketing tips or online courses that help people plan 12 months of content in advance. I mean, can you imagine having your Christmas content planned in the month of oh July? God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it ends up being a really rewarding experience because, you know, I, I love to tell the story about a friend of mine who attended one of my content planning workshops. And, you know, it was at a time where she was working as a school teacher by the, you know, during the week, and then a bridal makeup artist kind of in her spare time, more of a side hustle. And she got serious about her social media, she got serious about planning content, like got stuck into SEO. And literally from one year to the next, she went from booking four weddings to booking 19 weddings, like, that's like a 400% increase in revenue. And that is the impact, the high impact that really getting clear on your content and the strategy that can that it can have on your business. Wow, that's amazing. So how do you help people with planning their content? Like what are some tips that you might have for my listeners out there who have a small business, have a personal brand, maybe even just have a message that they want to share, but feel held back by the whole content creation piece. I know for myself, I mean, I used to love social media. And like now these days, I'm just like overwhelmed with everything that I have to do in my business that that kind of seems to go on the back burner of what I want to create. <laughs> Yeah. And it, it does. It ends up feeling like a chore. I've actually peeped you on Instagram and I love what <laughs> I love what you're doing there. But yeah, I, I can agree with you for most business owners or influencers, social media in particular feels like a box to check off after you've been doing it for a while. You kind of start out very passionate about what you're sharing and you know, content ends up being heart centered. But the more you grow your business, the more you expand programs, the more focused you are around promoting yourself. And I think we get into this place where we no longer focus on serving others. So I think first, first tip around really showing up consistently online, kind of getting back into the flow of, of content creation for social is how can you serve others? And Selling is a form of serving others, making sure your, you know, the people who need it have access to your programs, have access to your products. And I always like to ask my clients three questions. It's one, you know, 
what questions are people asking you? Like, how can you share information with others because it's a need, you're feeling a need? Then two, what do you want to be creating? Because it's the things that you are most passionate about. You know, it's the thing that you are an expert in. And then three, there's this kind of aspirational pillar of if you could create anything, like literally, what would that be? Would that be a, a podcast or would it be collaborating with others or doing video testimonials for clients? So I think there really are kind of three pillars where we find that all of the content is, is there. It's already around you. It's in your daily actions. It's in the memories that you, you know, that you are creating on a daily basis. It's just a matter of tapping into it and prioritizing what needs to go out when. And first of all, being of service to your audience. And then two, how do you have fun creating content and being social on social media, right? Yeah. Oh my God. That's so important. I know so many people forget that social aspect. Cause like you said, it's almost, it feels like just a box that we need to check off and it's not, Oh, I'm actually doing this to build a community and engage with people. And, you know, people just start to see the number of followers and not recognize that those followers are actual human beings. Oh my gosh. Yes, Randy. And like, I work from home. So I work full time for a company based in San Francisco while running my business. And so think about the nightmare that becomes of trying to make sure content is covered. And online, those are my people. Like my followers are my friends because I'm in my house all day. So when I show up online, I'm like, let's have a party. Like, let's catch up. Let's really, you know, connect with each other. And support each other in those things. So I I really like to think of that as if you were at a cocktail party, you know, how would you work the room? Social media ends up very much the same, you know, kind of that same dynamic. It's just online. I love that. You mentioned earlier about determining what social media platforms your ideal client or audience might be on. Like, how do you determine that? Like, what are your tips around that? And should people try to be, I know TikTok is like the newest thing nowadays. So it's like, if there's a hot new platform like that, should everybody like jump on it right away? Like, how do you determine that? Yeah. And you know, in my opinion, so uh, full disclosure, I am not personally using TikTok. And, you know, I think there is a a process that you want to go through when you are looking at whether or not you should be investing in new platforms, because I'm a firm believer that you kind of own your zone, pick one platform, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and dominate that platform, build your tribe from there. But there are some really key things that you want to ask yourself when you're trying to decide, well, which platform should you be on in the first place? And I think, you know, number one is, will that platform help you advance your overall business goals? So if you've got a visual business or you're trying to build kind of uh, SEO or really get, you know, get your content seen and shared, like Pinterest might be a great platform. But if you are kind of curating news and articles, or you need to connect with more of a media audience, maybe Twitter's best. So I think the first question to ask yourself is, how is that platform going to help you advance your business goals? And then two, is your audience there on that platform? And so that's taking a look at your current clients that's taking a look at, you know, aspirationally who your ideal customer avatar is. And then three, 
what content are those people consuming on those platforms? So, you know, if it's not something aligned with what your business is delivering or content you're interested in creating, you know, you're wasting everyone's time by jumping on the new hot platform when it's not serving anyone. Oh my God, I totally agree. Because if you're not excited to show up for it, and it's not something that you're really passionate about creating, like content you're passionate about creating for that platform, like you said, it's not going to be doing anybody any favors. Absolutely. And especially not yourself as an already busy business owner or busy influencer or someone trying to build a personal brand. You know, you you want to be an expert in something rather than a generalist in everything. I completely agree. So how much time should people be spending on their social media content creation like or social media in general as a piece of their overall marketing strategy? Yeah, I'm actually really glad you asked that, Randy. And I I feel like it's a a common question, um, mostly because the perception is that if you spend a lot of time on social media, it's going to give you a lot of return. But in my experience, you don't necessarily see that direct correlation and, and especially not right away. You know, social media is, it's a long game. It's build the relationships right now, build connection right now so that you have an engaged audience to sell to later. And, you know, I think when you're just starting out or trying to figure out a regular posting cadence for social media, 12 posts a month is enough for you to start experimenting with any platform, seeing what people are responding to, and it doesn't take a lot of time investment on your end. So 12 posts a month ends up to be something like three posts a week, where you can really pour your all into what you're writing, the images that you're curating to share, you know, really be on message and start to monitor what the return on that investment is. And you know, I have worked with people where it takes them six hours to write 12 social media posts. And, you know, I think the key recommendation around this is to just benchmark your time when you sit down and you kind of batch content. You know, if are you familiar with the concept of batching content, Randy? Oh, absolutely. But maybe we can explain that for anyone who may not know what it is. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So batching content, meaning in one sitting, you sit down to create all of your social media content for the month. Or, you know, if you are a blogger, maybe you batch content by sitting down and thinking of 10 blog post titles that you want to share and writing an outline. So batching content really is just kind of your own digital assembly line of how you'll get content out into the world for anybody who's not familiar. Yeah. And so do you always plan it out for a month in advance? I usually do a week in advance, but a month I'm like, oh my God, it sounds, but I like that you said 12 posts a month. That makes it seem more realistic. Yeah. Yeah. It can definitely be realistic. And and the reason I say plan content on a monthly basis, and I think you're, you're completely right, Randy, is every week you kind of monitor the landscape, you go and make tweaks on a weekly basis, But if you can sit down for six hours once a month and know that there's going to be content going out there, you know, two thirds of your content is already planned. If we're really looking at it, there are between holidays and seasonal milestones that are coming up. That's all content. The products and services that you have that you need to make sure you are sharing and connecting people to all of that is content is there in an 
exists. So, you know, really you're looking at a few creative posts that you're creating on a monthly basis. So I think it really is just the lens that you're looking into it in and planning it on a monthly basis helps you understand that you know something is going to go out if come hell or high water, you know, things go crazy on a, on a week to week basis, your social media channels are, are well equipped and you can go in on a weekly basis and add more content, tweak content based off of things that are timely and relevant and, you know, kind of go from there. I love that. Thank you so much for that. And it kind of brought up, cause I know right now with what's going on in the world with the coronavirus, like it has totally shifted my entire planned content that I had, you know? Mm -hmm. So do you have any advice for when things like this come up or even maybe specifically for people right now with everything that's going on, like tips for creating content in day and age that we're in right now? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, you're so right. I mean, on a day by day basis, the landscape of the world is literally changing. I think, you know, state of emergencies being declared and, you know, just, I, we went to the grocery store the other day and there's a limit on the number of cans of tomatoes that we could buy. And we're hosting family members. Like there are eight people we're cooking dinner for. And we're like, we only have two cans of tomatoes. (laughs) How do we do this? So I think in the midst of the coronavirus kind of, you know, this pandemic, this is a really good time to be vulnerable, to share openly about how your business is being impacted, um, to invite others in to, you know, extend our virtual communities, letting people that you know that you are there. It's a really great time to be vulnerable. I think, too, um, what we all need to be careful of is social distance shaming. So I think I'm seeing a lot of people feel like they're being encouraging by saying, you know, my business is open as usual. And that can sometimes be to the detriment of other people who have chosen to self-isolate or, you know, are really, uh, you know, deciding to social distance during this, this time of crisis. And so I think, you know, focus around uplifting content what you're doing to stay sane while you're working from home, you know, while all of your favorite stores and restaurants are closed down to, you know, be mindful and respectful of quarantine and government recommendations. I think it's just really, really important to create things that uplift and almost use your content to give people a welcome break from that news while letting them know you stand together with them. You know, if you, if you want to social distance, I respect you in that. And if not, like I respect you in that too. And so just really looking at how do we be mindful of, of all of the personal decisions everyone's making, um, particularly when it's an uncertain time for small business owners. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's important to acknowledge what's going on, you know, instead of just ignoring it and trying to be super positive. I think we have to acknowledge it. But then at the same time, like you were saying, not just dragging people even further down, like they get so much. I feel like the accounts that I'm liking to follow right now, I don't want to see all of the stuff that I'm seeing on the news. You know, like I can go to CNN, I can go, I can turn on a television and get that. Like, I want something else. I want something that's going to uplift me that's going to make me laugh. So I think it's really important that the, during this time that we show up to serve our audience even more. 
Yeah, I totally agree with you, Randy. And you're you're on to something with that. Acknowledge the situation. We're and we are. We're all in this together, and at one level or another. And so finding ways to just share in in things like, I mean, I see my coworkers' kids now on virtual meetings. Like people have kids, people have partners. This is it's a time where all of our routines are being reinvented. And so acknowledging that and. It, and knowing that it's okay that your routine is changing around, I think is is welcome content that I'm creating and really at, strongly advising others to create is to just be vulnerable in this time when it it's usually all glamour and lights when you're on social media. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for bringing that up because I'm always preaching about the power of vulnerability. And I think especially right now with the time that we're in with the social distancing, people can feel really isolated. And you know, like they're the only one who is experiencing financial hardships or whatever it might be. But it's like letting people know that this is affecting, I mean, everybody on many different levels, and just being able to be open and transparent about that, I think is really powerful. Yeah, for sure. And Randy, this is an absolute time you know, a great time to go back to the basics and think about a strategy and plan or build out that brand book and, you know, that you've been meaning to get around to or picking up on old projects that are there. So I think, you know, in the midst of all of this, um, it's it's a great time to refocus and to be creative, you know, for events that are being canceled. I'm seeing lots of people do virtual all access passes or Facebook groups that I'm in are doing town hall meetings when, you know, they previously only went live, you know, once a month to do a virtual webinar. They're kind of increasing the cadence of being available to people. And so I think this is it's a great opportunity to dive right into content and share what's going on, figure out ways that you can support and really reinvent your business model. Yeah, absolutely. I think people are online more than ever now because, you know, a lot of people are staying home and are working from home. So we're online and it's, I feel like I have felt more connection in the online community in the past couple of weeks than I've felt ever before. I'm in the same boat. And and again, the internet, that's my people. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So before my last question, Is there anything you wish I would have asked you or a final message that you want to leave with my audience? There's so much I want to say, Randy. (laughs) I really get excited. Say it all. Say it all. (laughs) Yeah, I I get so excited when um, it's an opportunity to just teach and train. And um, I think a couple things that I would like to leave, leave the listeners with are just some resources and steps to take to kind of start creating content consistently and, you know, really avoid content burnout. Try to not to burn out when creating content. And um, one of my favorite tools right now, it's a social media scheduling tool called SmarterQ. And it's just like the Hootsuites and the buffers of the world where you can put in your content and have that schedule in advance. But the key to it is it's got a built-in feature where it will recycle your content. So an example of how that works is, you know, if you've been interviewed on a podcast or if you have a blog post that is always a timely and relevant message, instead of sending it that post out once, you can put it into SmarterQ and you can set it on a schedule to say go out once a month for the next six months. 
And now that content is suddenly on autopilot to be reshared over and over again. So Smarter Queue is definitely a tool that I want to leave your listeners with. Check it out. It's such a cool scheduling platform. Um, and then just in terms of managing hashtags, things around, you know, Instagram content, um, smart hash. Let me make sure that I have this right. Going to do a quick Google. But smart hashtag is a tool where you can create hashtag groups and actually monitor that performance. So, you know, instead of continuing to randomly share hashtags and hope that it's getting your content picked up. Smart hashtag will actually allow you to create groups and monitor the performance. So it'll tell you if you're hot or cold reaching the right audiences. So it's super cool. Oh, wow. I love that. Thank you for that. Because I know for me, it's like so interesting to look at the insights on Instagram and see sometimes when I post hashtags, I get so many views on the hashtags and then others, it's like crickets. And I'm always like, well, which hashtag is it? Like, why was that? So I think that's so interesting. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. Yeah, I just confirmed. So it's smarthashapp.com to go check that out. And it'll literally give you a heat map. Like if you're really rocking, like pulling in a lot of views from it, it'll be a red hashtag. The others will be yellow and it kind of goes like a heat map. So it's, it's been a really cool tool for me to Um, not only just plan content, but optimize my content and make sure it's actually doing the work for me instead of me spinning my wheels on social media and it not making very much of an impact. Yeah, that's so amazing. Thank you so much for those tips. I know that's going to be really helpful for me and so many of my listeners. So thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom and knowledge and expertise. And my final question is related to taking action because I believe that's really how we start to create the change and transformation that we're seeking in our lives and our businesses. So what would be three action steps that somebody could take today to live a more uplifted life? Let me think about this, Randy. I mean, um, the first thing that came to mind is actually kind of my 2020 vision, like my plans for this year. When I, you know, the new year rolled around for me, there were three things that I wanted to do. And that was get grounded, get visible and get coaching. And I think, you know, action, those are key action steps to living a more uplifted life because getting grounded and the path that you've chosen and remaining steadfast to that path, you know, unwavering that kind of concept of manifesting what you want to see in your life and in the world. I think getting grounded is so important to um, leading a more uplifted life Two, getting visible getting into a place where you are no longer hiding your gifts from the world, because right now more than ever, the world needs heart-centered leaders. So getting visible as a means to lead a more uplifting life and, you know, being appreciated in this world for the talents that you have and appreciating others. And then three of getting coaching, because we don't have to do this alone. There are people who have done it before us there are, you know, even peer to peer coaching who are people who can do it with us, but don't go at it alone. If you want to take action into living a more uplifted life, get coaching, surround yourself with people who are like minded, who are, you know, ahead of you, who are behind you, create community around that and, and don't don't do it alone anymore. I love those tips. Thank you so much for that. And where can everybody find you and learn more about you and connect with you? Absolutely. So on 
all social media. It's Content Planning Company. If you're at all interested in connecting with personal happenings day to day, you can look uh, look me up at The Content Lady. Um, so make it really easy. And my website is contentplanningcompany.com. And again, I love doing weekly videos on social media. Please, 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 everybody slide into my DMs with any content questions that you have. But yeah, you can find me online at Content Planning Company. And I really do, yeah, hope that these tips are helpful for your audience, Randy. Thanks for having me. Oh, I know they absolutely will be. Thank you so much for being here and just sharing all of this knowledge with us. My pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss one. If this episode really resonated with you, it would mean so much to me if you screenshot and share it with your friends and family or share it on your Instagram story. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes, which helps me spread the message and get the podcast heard by more people. For more self-love and powerlifting inspiration, come follow me on Instagram or join my private Facebook group, Self Love School. The links are in the show notes. And until next time, stay uplifted.